Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello. Thank you for going to the Les Schwab Twires. Twires? I don't know. Hello. We appreciate you going to the Les Schwab. Les Schwab. Why it's can't like you Vive, say tires? Vive Clouseau. It's the same. Just thing. say tires. Uh, where, where do we pick up from? Hi uh, everyone. You're listening to the Center in the Saint podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm Will Darkins, well, and this is sponsored by Les Schwab Tires. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yep. Enjoy. Doing the right thing since 1952. The Sinner and the Saint. A shadowy flight into the dangerous world of men who do not exist. Luke Anderson, a young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless, and men 25 to 54 with a median household income of $78,000 per year. Now, there is one exception to that. No one cares. Shh, watch your mouth. Will Darkens, a disappointing Oregon State fullback with a receding hairline, desperately trying to hold on to the past. Don't mind that I'm just kind of sitting there looking into yeah. space. Yeah, exactly. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show, powered by Frostbrood Coors Light. A brilliant, imaginative, unrestrained exercise or display. I'm On 1080, The Fan. Hey, we made it to hour two. If you missed hour one, you can go to 1080thefan.com, go to the on-demand button, and listen back on the Let's Schwab Tires podcast. Also, uh, on the text line for Blake Bortles, 55305 is the text line, so if you want to participate in the show, just go ahead and use that. Possible alternative uh, occupations for Blake Bortles, jet ski rider, sells meth, which is a great Sells meth or? Sells meth, but then does jet skis. Jet skis or wakeboards? Yeah. I'd say jet ski. I thought wait, wakeboards. Was it wakeboard on there? Yeah. Wakeboard. Wakeboard's not bad, but I would, imagine, meth. I would imagine he's living in Florida and he's selling meth, maybe using a little bit of it, but at the same time, that's like his his daily routine. Like he'll get up, go sell, and then just ride jet skis. Well, that's the thing about meth is you don't have to wake up because you're still up from the night before. Do you not know how the drug works? Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm aware. Yeah. Anyways. We got all fired up in the first hour with Damian Lillard not making the All-Star game. Yeah, I was just really mad about it. Uh, we also currently have on Twitter going with the uh, poll question, which is if one of uh, – if if any NFL quarterback were to retire all of a sudden, which would make the least impact on your life? So who would you miss the least if they retired from the NFL today? We have about 115 votes right now. And it looks like uh, coming in at 10% is Alex Smith. Okay. 19% Philip Rivers. 30% Andy Dalton. And, of course, the winner that we predicted immediately, 41% Joe Flacco. Well, we, we started with the conversation about how irrelevant Joe Flacco is. He's, he's kind of like the uh, Damian Lillard of the NFL, right? Where you just... 
don't notice. Um, but we're just talking about how boring man. Joe Flacco is. And we Jeez. kind of crafted the question around him. How am I not making the Pro Bowl? That's all Flacco does. And then puts up rap albums. I don't even albums. think Flacco does that. I think Flacco is so... He's like still so jacked about that Super Bowl win that he just doesn't care. No, anymore. he's not. He doesn't care about the Super Bowl, and he loves the contract that he signed after he won the Super Bowl. That's what matters. But but that's what I'm saying. I think he is so jacked off that year that like he just he, he probably just plays highlights of that season of that playoff run in his head. Like that's it. He doesn't really think about the game coming up. Like they really should have beaten the Bengals in that last week. Out of the four quarterbacks that are playing this weekend, which one is starting for their? the team they're playing for now, which one is starting for that team three years from now? Three years from now? Yep. I Just by de facto, Keenum, I guess. Okay. Obviously not Bortles. I'm Obviously about, not Bortles. Obviously not Bortles. Bortles okay. is gone the, after fine. this year. Okay. I'm just telling you. Even Super Bowl win or not. Three more years, Tom Brady, I'm assuming, will be retired. Yeah. That's why I went um, three. Two years, you think? How many more years you got left for Brady in the hopper? Uh, depends on what happens this year. I think if they win the Super Bowl, you might see it end a little faster. I think. Oh, he, really? You I think, think it... he wants one more. Okay. Yeah. I think. It, it, I'm not saying he'll retire next year, but I think if he wins the Super Bowl this year, it might get cut short. And he said he wants to play th- into his mid 40s. He's 40 yeah. now. I don't think his body will allow that. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then you have Nick Foles, who obviously will not start next season. I mean, he's there be- out of necessity. That's it. They don't have anyone else. <laughs> Carson Wentz cannot play, so Nick Foles, by rule, then will play. I mean, that's that's as base as it gets. Yeah. Right? So, so does Nick Foles get another shot elsewhere? So Nick Foles had a great, what, 2013 with uh, Chip Kelly. He Old was Chip. outstanding. Mm. He gets traded to play for the St. Louis Rams. Now he suffered the same fate where people thought he was a terrible quarterback because he had to quarterback for a Jeff Fisher-led team. Yeah. And we've seen... Hell, just look at the other side. Case Keenum looked terrible when he had to lead a Jeff Fisher-led team. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff looked like the bust was on bust, the way. Yep. And I don't mean a Hall of Fame bust. I mean, he was going to be a bust. I was the leader on that one, too. I was really pushing the Goff bust thing. I think it was pretty obvious. But then you get rid of Jeff Fisher. Now all three of these guys look like they're pretty competent. I don't know. Folsom looked great. Honestly, during the Atlanta game. Competent. Competent. But I kind of already knew Nick Foles was competent. Like after that 2013 season, I was just kind of like, okay, I get it. Like you're good, but you're not great. Like you're really not going to take a team. You know, you're not going to take a team on a deep playoff run. I mean, they got a bye, which is lucky. They played an Atlanta team that honestly shouldn't have won that game. They did not look good. No, and they beat the Rams basically because they completely just took the Rams. Like They look good in the Rams game. I was very disappointed. They didn't seem to show up in Philadelphia. They look good in the Rams game because Quinn had a master plan, which was basically, look, we're not even going to throw. We're just going to run the ball, and we're going to control it. That's it. If we can eliminate the big plays you have and just run the ball and run the clock. But then you can rely on Julio Jones and Matt Ryan in the red zone to make a big play, too. I mean, they they have weapons. Atlanta, I think I think Atlanta underperformed more than any other team last weekend. But I thought it was a good game because it came down. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Oh, you mean in the Eagles game? Yeah, the game that they lost. They didn't underperform in the game they won. I kind of thought they did. This is a Rams fan talking here. (laughs) You're all about ramming it. Two months, two month Rams fan. Two month Rams fan. I'm two. I'm two months in. So, 
but it's still, to me, fascinating that you have these this group of quarterbacks that is playing, and and now you have Nick Foles, Case Keenum, head to head. Did you think Nick, or I'm sorry, jeez, jeez, Nick Keenum? Did you think that Case Keenum played all that well in that game? He had a pretty bad interception against the Saints, and then of course he makes that throw at the end that ends up being a 61 yard touchdown. Which, but, by the way, is what I mean. That's a rookie's fault. Yeah, that throw. I mean, that throw. I can't really even attribute much to that throw, other than like, look, you. It, it was the a, Saints lost. Is it like was, a better it way was to put yeah. It. it was a yeah. it was a good throw. It was not a touchdown throw. No, it was a missed tackle. It's funny because they're trying to trademark the Minneapolis miracle and the Minnesota miracle, and it's like the missed tackle miracle is what it should be labeled as. I mean, yes. it was it was a whiff, and not only did Marcus Williams miss the tackle. He took out the only other Saints defender that could have made the tackle, too. Yeah. So instead of not tackling the guy in the other uniform, he tackled the guy in his own uniform, which, crazy play. I'm glad I got to watch it. It's awesome. It'll it'll be one of those things that we'll see again and again and again and again. But I'm not sure that they won as much as the Saints lost. Yes. So to say that Case Keenum played exceptionally well is, I think, not untrue. Can I also say that uh, my hate for Sean Payton just grew even more. Oh, I kind of like Sean Payton. I Sean Payton is the most just like up his own ass guy Can I, in the NFL. Did, how much of the story did you follow after the skull clap? Uh, well, I know he did that like in the waning seconds. He started doing the skull right clap. Right before that taunting. play, he yeah. turns around to the Vikings fans and the yeah. skull clap is where you take your hands and slap them over yeah, your yeah. head and it's a Vikings thing. And he, so he's taunting them with that and he's admitted to it. He didn't, the nice thing is he didn't back down. It wasn't like, oh, I was trying to itch my armpit or something. Like, he this just, is the same guy who orchestrated a team to play players. I'm sorry, pay players to injure a quarterback. Oh, he wasn't the first one to do that. It wasn't his oh, idea. Oh, he wasn't, it was, but he Greg got Williams. caught for it. Yeah. The other thing that I don't like about Sean Payton is how friggin' stupid he was in game. He kind of stumbled into that win, by the way. Oh, yeah, with the, the, the challenges. The challenges? Yeah, they're bad. Apparently. What an idiot. What? He had a defense for that. Well, what was it? Sean Payton. You know what the defense was? There were literally two dudes who were on the sidelines, which, by the way, weren't coaches that saw that. And then they came up to him and goes, that wasn't a catch. You got to challenge it. He goes, oh, should I? Oh, okay. The way they normally do that is there's somebody up in the booth right. that has monitors and they look at it. The monitors were down for the Saints in the Vikings stadium. So stupid. Uh, so he has to go on instant. Listen, if those challenges would have won, obviously we saw the footage and we're like, those aren't even close. What are you doing? Two were, on the same friggin' possession. I know. And then you have no timeouts. But again, yes. they, they, they had a chance to win that game too. Here's the thing about the the whole clapping incident, though. So after after the game's over, obviously, the people come up, they're like, were you taunting the Minnesota fans? He's like, yeah, I was. So then a Minnesota furniture store or interior design company or whatever it was mm -hmm. went on to Twitter and starts poking at Sean Payton. That's, I love that. And so they go, they go, if... I can't remember what it was. They were trying to sell him like a couch. They go, hey, I know that you're big Vikings fans. We've seen you doing the school clap. Buy this couch, buy this couch, buy this couch. They're just poking him and needling him in on it. And so finally, Sean Payton goes, all right, I'll take the couch. Just have it delivered to the Minnesota Children's Hospital. I can't remember the name of the hospital, but he has them deliver. He goes, do that oh. with $25,000 donation to the hospital, and we'll take care of that. So I thought that was a good move by Sean Payton. Oh, I think he has cool. a sense of humor about it. Great. What? I think he's still just, I, I mean, that's very nice of him, but he's yeah, still I mean, just that's, that's probably not who he really is. Look, 
you want to sit there and say that to me after you and I have like crapped on Russell Wilson before for like hours. When have I crapped on Russell Wilson? Oh, He's my favorite. He's yeah, the best. Let's go ahead and bring the tape back. What? Go, after the show, what? I'll get the tape back what? of some legendary rants you've had about Russell Wilson. What about him? How he's fake? Yeah, I've never said that. I've ne- Every Tuesday is at the children's hospital. Listen, <laughs> he, he, he is not one of the guys uh, that I see as the exactly who he thinks he is. But Russell is a fun football player to watch. I, I thought that was a good move by Sean Payton. It doesn't bother me. See, that that to me is at least interesting. The guy, again, has blemishes. He's not perfect. To me, that's entertaining. But But what I don't like about it is that it's blown up in his face. Like twice now. I love that it's blown up in his face. I think that's fantastic that it's blown up in his face. I just, I can't Listen, if it. everything, if every time you went out, you tried to needle somebody, it went perfectly, it'd be boring. I love that he goes out and he taunts the fans and then one of the most ridiculous plays you've ever seen and your guy whiffs and you have to eat crow on it. To me, that's great. I'm just not into him. That's fine. You don't have to be. And if you're Drew Brees, what the hell are you doing staying there another season? Where's he going to go? Cleveland? <laughs> Jacksonville? Come on, man. We're going to start a little higher than that. Think about that, though. What if he went to Jacksonville? That what wouldn't if? be bad. No, it wouldn't be bad, but I, you'd have a better chance than that with the Saints. I honestly think. Well, actually, Jacksonville, take Blake Bortles out of the out of the equation, is like a uh, is like an A version of what the Saints are. Saints are like a B minus. Okay. Saints, were, Jags are Saints like were one terrible play away from playing for an NFC championship. And the Jaguars are playing for an AFC championship. So, yeah. So, I'm just, so it, it's A and A. With Blake Bortles. But it's 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 the devil you know versus the devil you don't. I'm just saying, man. Right? I, I think you kind of waste your prime and you become irrelevant in your last year. Like, I like how Peyton did it. Where, like, he moved around and he was like, look, I just want to win a friggin' title. Oh, shut up. Year. They jettisoned him from Indianapolis because he broke his neck and they had a chance at Andrew Luck. If Andrew Luck wasn't the quarterback at the top of that draft that had kept Peyton Manning and has been stuck in Indianapolis for two more years. Indianapolis didn't want him. Don't pretend that Peyton Manning went, I need to get out of here. You need to trade me. He didn't go into the front office and demand a trade. He broke his neck, missed a full season. They're like, buddy, we're not going to re-sign you. you title? We don't know if your arm's going to... I didn't say he didn't win a title. What I'm saying, it wasn't his choice. He didn't orchestrate the whole thing. Did he? Is there something I don't know? He might have. Could have? Broke yeah. his own neck. If you had to play against your brother in the NFC title game, would you talk to him? Would you ignore him? Would you hate him? Next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. So I don't know if you know this, but there is actually no need to watch the games tomorrow. The NFL has already determined who's going to play in the Super Bowl. How? Facebook. The NFL Facebook page has already put out a graphic that shows the two teams that are playing in the Super Bowl. Who's that? Patriots. Vikings. So they put out a post uh, for a contest that they're doing uh, with the United Way. If you donate to the United Way, you have a chance to win Super Bowl tickets. And they put up the Lombardi Trophy and they put up the graphic of Tom Brady and Case Keenum. So there you go. You have your winners. Yeah. Great. No? I'm just not jacked about this at all. You're not jacked about what? How 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 bad will this be if the Jags and the Vikings... 
Oh, are in the I, Super Bowl. Here's the thing about the That's Super. It's going to be bad. No way. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is going to get ratings regardless. You get enough people that watch just for the commercials. Plus, you get it's going to. It's a football game. You build the party around it. Have you ever skipped a Super Bowl because you're like, man, these two teams are boring? Yeah, uh, Steelers Packers. I didn't watch it. Because the two teams were boring? Those are historical I, there was no programs. There, there was really Aaron Rodgers is your favorite player. You have he such became a- after that. He became my favorite oh, player after. Jeez. Not different. And actually that's he's not my favorite player. Johnny Hecker's my favorite player. How yeah, because he's a Ram. Yeah. How old were you uh when that game was being played? What was going on in your life that you skipped that game? It was in college. So if they played today, if it was Packers Steelers, yeah. would you skip that game? The two teams as they are today. You know what's funny? <laughs> They're really not that much different <laughs> today. Yeah. They're really not. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know. So, if, so I the, think it, I, I'd watch it today. I think just at that point, it was kind of like. Yeah, eh. when you're in college, you have a million other things going on. Mm. You were all into your EDM and, and chasing around softball chicks. and That's true. Yeah. Those were some good times. So you had better things to do. But yeah, I better. I don't know. In my early twenties, I missed Super Bowls, but just because I had better things to do, or what I thought were better things to do at the time. But for me, if it's Jaguars, the nice thing is if it's Jaguars Vikings, <laughs> somebody has to win. Oh, that's sad. The Vi- Listen, what are the Vikings known for? They're one of two teams that have lost four Super Bowls. They've been to four and lost all of them. They haven't been since the seventies. If the Jags win the Super Bowl, good or bad for the NFL? I think it's good for the As NFL. I I think it's great for the NFL to have another team win other than the Patriots. Because if you look at the AFC side of things, the Steelers have six Super Bowl victories. The Patriots have six Super Bowl victories. Five? Five Super Bowl victories. And you've got, you know, just this, it, it's not a lot of parody over there. I mean, if you look at the Patriots oh, parody, run, my ass. I, there's I less parody on the AFC side than there is on the I, NFC side. I don't side. believe in the whole parody thing because I think people whine once once parody actually becomes relevant because then they go, oh, I don't care about this team. Why do I care about it? But then when you have dynasties like the Patriots, everybody can kind of gang up and have somebody to hate. People don't like the Falcons because they blew a 28-3 to lead. Yeah. Like, but, they literally, but, but look at look at this year in the NFC side, there's one repeat playoff team and was with Falcons. Yeah. I think that's great. I think it's great for the NFL. It created a Rams fan out of you. The, the, the NFC side of things for me is so great on this. So this stat blew my mind when I heard it. There are two teams in the history of the NFL that have a winning record overall as a as an organization, as a franchise that have never won a Super Bowl. It's the Eagles and the Vikings. That's outstanding to me. Those teams have been around since the beginning, too. They've The, the Eagles have played in two Super Bowls. The Vikings have played in four. Neither of them won it. They're the only two teams with a winning record never to win a Super Bowl. And they are the two teams with the most playoff victories without a Super Bowl. Name one wide receiver on the Eagles. On the Eagles wide receivers. They have Alshon Jeffries. Is he there? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Riley Cooper? Yeah. I. This has to be like the least exciting. Like, I, you want, I want the Jags to win because I think it would be friggin' awesome to watch so Tom Brady just get absolutely harassed in the pocket on Sunday and yeah. just go down in flames and then Belichick goes to New York and just a whole hullabaloo happens. But, like, it would also be super depressing if, say, Case Keenum got hurt 
like got a concussion, a severe concussion in the first half, and he got out. Stefan Diggs started cramping. He couldn't run very well. And the friggin' Eagles got to the Super Bowl. And you had Foles versus Bortles. You're going to tell me you'd get jacked up about Foles versus Bortles, a meth dealer <laughs> versus a guy who lived in Arizona for three years. Nick Foles is a motocross guy, by the way. He is a motocross see, guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally, definitely. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yes, I would. Because here's the thing about the Super Bowl is you have two weeks to create storylines. In a week, they've created intrigue in the Patriots, the winningest franchise uh, coach-quarterback combination ever against the Jaguars and Blake Bortles. This should be a walk in the park for the Patriots. And with Thumbgate and with the 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 way we've analyzed the Jags defense, now you have intrigue in a game that should be absolutely dull. I'm excited for this game, and I can't wait to watch it for all the reasons that you just mentioned. And if you have two weeks to do it, you'll build up a reason to watch the game. I've been rooting against the Patriots making it the entire playoffs. But you know what I realized yesterday? Think of the Patriots and the Super Bowls that they've played in. They've been some of the most entertaining Super Bowl games that you've ever seen. Mm, the, yeah. the Brady Belichick yeah. Super Bowls. Well, this was this was my Let's question. See. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to know what the Patriots' total point differential is in the Super Bowl? Hell yes, dude. I don't want you to do that. Did you drop? I, I don't. I don't. I just. I. Did you just put in new drops this week? Yeah. Uh, you're dumb. What was the question? Juice. Would you like to guess what the Patriots' point differential is in their Super Bowl appearances? I don't know. I don't know. I, what? What is it, Mel? Mel Kuyper? What? Negative 38. Oh, great. <laughs> no, all oh, cool. I I don't care about that. You I don't I care just don't about care. that. No, I, I so don't care. The Patriots have played in eight Super Bowls, though. Uh huh. <laughs> Boat raced in the first one by the '85 Bears, right? Super right. Bowl twenty. Okay. And then they lost uh, to the Packers in theirs. They lost that one by like what, like 12, 14 or something, right? So they have negative fifty going into the Brady Belichick area. They've won five Super Bowls, and the most they've won a game by is, is six points last year with the overtime victory, and that was the closest game that the first Super Bowl. Ever to go in overtime. The other victories are by three and four points. I don't get why you're trying to make the Patriots work here. I, it feels like to me, look, you like parody, right? Yeah, but no, like ma- you, no matter you how s- lopsided it is going into the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is going to be entertaining. I don't care if you have the Jags and the Vikings or the Eagles rematch against the Patriots. But the I Super Bowl is going have, to be great. Well, but you can have duds. I think Super Bowl 50 was a pretty big dud. Sure. It, it was pretty bad. Yeah. 48 um, was a dud. What was 48? 48 was the Seahawks Broncos. Oh, Seahawks Broncos. Yeah. But that was at least interesting because it was a huge blowout. Like, 50 was just crappy because Peyton Manning couldn't throw anymore. Cam Newton was pressured the whole time. Yeah. He couldn't really make anything happen. It just kind of sucked all You the just way don't around. want a defensive game? No, that's Then you're going to hate this year. Yes, I will. It's that's all what I'm defense. trying to say. No, I think those are fun. Bucks, um, Bucks Raiders. Raiders? Bucks yeah. Ra- what is that? Oh, 2000? Yeah. Uh, 2001? I, I it's, it's always tricky because it's, it it's the, it was the one right before the Patriots. Yeah, but they played in 2000. Yeah. Um, the season with 2000, the Super Bowl Yeah, that one sucked too because it was all about defense. I don't want to see defense. I don't want to see then, the friggin' Ravens in th- there. Then you know what? Get yourself a soda water and watch the commercials. It's freaking stupid. Who's the skip- halftime show this year? Uh, Timberlake. 
Is it really? JT, yeah, JT, Justin Timberlake. I was going to say JTT, but that's... Sucks. What's that? His new song sucks. I don't listen to any of his music. You don't? No, I'm just waiting for him to whip out a boob. Some boob? Yeah, another wardrobe malfunction. That's all I'm counting on. Do you remember yeah. watching that one? I do. God, that was when TiVo first came out. That almost too. broke the internet. And everybody was like, oh my God, I got TiVo. We can see Janet Jackson's boobs. Yep. Yep. I remember I was sitting with uh, my buddy Arthur. He and I were in there and, and we had a pool table in the house that I lived in in Vegas and everybody else was playing pool. And we're just sitting in there because it wasn't our game. So we're just kind of hanging out watching. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that? And everybody comes running in the room because we're yelling. Was we're, that boob? Pretty sure we saw a boob. Like the first time any of us had ever seen a boob. We had no other access to boobs back then. And when that thing came out, Change the world. She also had a uh, she had a a, 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 a nipple nip, ring, a nip uh, decorative. It was it was like a nipple hubcap. Yeah, it wasn't a ring. It was like a it, it was. Well, it was it was exactly a ring. It was like a nip lug nut because it fit on there and it looked like yeah. a sun. But it actually made a circle. It was actually yeah. a ring. It wasn't a piercing. Impressive. Like a, like a, a bolt piercing. It was actually a ring. It's yeah. a lug nut. Yeah, it was a lug nut. It was a hubcap. A, a booby lug nut. Bo- uh, aerial hubcap. God, how great is that guy's life? Justin Timberlake. Fantastic. He literally, he's one of those stars where he can kind of just do whatever he wants. He was doing some big thing in LA and he wasn't staying. I worked at the W Hotel and I bring up often the celebrity uh, bump, uh, uh, celebrities I met there. Uh, I don't, I don't, but listen, you've never stumbled on your words. That's such a stupid drop. Something we do on this show. Get rid of that. Play one of yours. Hell yes, dude. Anyways, uh, Timberlake didn't stay there. He was doing some big event in L.A., and his whole family stayed with us at the hotel. Here's the other thing about Justin Timberlake. His, all they did, they check in, and their name's Timberlake, and they're like, can we actually change the last name on the reservation? We don't want people like trying to track us down. And they're like cousins and, and aunts and uncles and stuff. And so somebody had asked a question about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's the greatest guy ever. He's just the coolest, like, to his family, and he just gets along with everybody. He goes on SNL and kills it every time. Does rap battles with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Always guy, getting with chicks. Dude's got a good life. Yeah, yes. go go through the list of his uh, famous uh, lady friends. That she, yeah, dude's always getting chicks. Well, what I like about him is, like, he's kind of like Alec Baldwin in a way where he can just kind of do what he wants. Like, he can do movies, TV. He can release an album if he wants. It just doesn't matter. What was Alec Baldwin's best album? I don't know. I just threw a Baldwin in there because he does like TV movies and he does you voiceovers and he just, he kind of does an array of everything. He doesn't it, care. It, so he's Sinatra is what you're saying. Kind of. Clooney's kind of the same way. But Clooney doesn't do music. So you're forgetting that. But Clooney does yeah, business. I understand that, business. but Clooney's not going to be the halftime performer. Clooney's a triple threat. He's Sinatra. He was That's great on is. TV. He was great in movies. He's great in voiceovers, actually. He was great in business. Is that That's acting still. <sighs> business ain't acting. Yes. You're right. Is there a clicking sound? Yeah, I hear it too. And what is that? Is there a mice chewing, mouse chewing on the, mice? A fleet of mice chewing on the wires around here? Are we even on the air? Hello? Hello? Is anybody out there? What do you want to talk about next? Oh. All right. Will's mystery segment next. Sinner and Saint, 10 to the fan. First, news. Did you really try to bring up NBA trade rumors as a Sports Center update? Wake up, game. 
It's news. No, it's not news. That's actually the the whole point. Is it's, there's no news. They're rumors. They're suggestions that something might happen. They've been going on for two months in the NBA, and none of them have come to fruition. And just because the the Charlotte Hornets want to get rid of all their players doesn't mean they'd be one of them. You want Dwight Howard? Remember how Portland wants Dwight Howard? You want him now? Wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me that it wasn't a legitimate news story when Carmelo Anthony was definitely coming to Portland? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Because that was real. He was so close to coming to Portland. Yeah. In fact, I think he, he was about to. He was literally about to get onto he a plane. He was on the plane, and yeah. then at the last minute... The Oklahoma City Thunder came and swept in. Presti came in on a jet Ooh. and just dragged him off. Yeah. Get out of there. I hate NBA trade, trade rumors in general. Make the trade and then tell me. Then that's news. Tell you what is news. <laughs> so one of my favorite stories in the news, and Jeff Rust and I talked about this a little bit last week when you were gone. Uh, have you followed the stormy daniels donald trump affair yes and i love that her name's stormy daniels because it is the perfectly crafted porn name yeah it's, well done Good. yes it's there's no flaws in it so now the story has a sports element to it not just the amateur golf tournament at which they met but all week we've been getting more and more details and apparently in touch magazine this is this is what's so wonderful about this story is that the, it came to light because apparently Donald Trump paid $130,000 in hush money to keep Stormy Daniels from talking about this in 2016 before the presidential election. Nobody seemed to check to see if there was a 2011 magazine article about it in In Touch magazine. So we could actually go back and hear her account from 2011 because it was already there and now more details pouring out. But one of them is that the, at a later uh, rendezvous, they were meeting up in a bar in some hotel, and Ben Roethlisberger's there. Mm -hmm. If you could pick any athlete to be the porn star escort for Donald Trump, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's a go-to, right? Yeah, let's just be honest here. Could you imagine anybody else? Of course Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger's there. Of course he is. Now, I'm surprised Daniels got out of it without being hurt oh hey easy does give it. me a break ben roethlisberger is the most misogynistic just pigged <laughs> person ever he's freaking been accused of sexual assault twice one of them he forced a woman into a bathroom and had his bodyguard stand in front of it so no one would come in yeah oh really oh wow ben roethlisberger was there <laughs> that's like that's like telling me that like in 120 degree heat you won't believe it an egg fried on the sidewalk Oh, really? I guess what? It's hot. Yeah. It's Can you hot. believe it? You're more sweating out there. Oh, speaking of hot, do you remember the uh, 2016 uh, opening ceremonies for the Olympics? Uh, no. What? No. What was that? That was. Wait. What? Was well, that Rio? Oh, yeah, that was Giselle, right? Yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I was thinking of London. I was like, that thing was a mess. Uh, that was before China, wasn't it? That was like no, that was after China. China was 09. Okay, either way or 08, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giselle Bundchen, yeah, yeah. So uh, the the friend our friends over at Deadspin also brought uh, back a guy that was very popular. And do you remember the flag bearer for the Tongan national team? Yeah, that guy was intense. Yeah, it looks a little bit like Mariota. Uh, yeah, he was hot. Shirtless, all oiled up. Yeah, he was really hot. So now, 
he is going to be an Olympian in the Winter Olympics. That's great. Picture anybody from Tonga being in. This might be more interesting to me than the repeat of the Jamaican bobsled team. This is interesting to you? He's cross-country skiing. Will his shirt be off? I hope so. That's well, all. That's, I w- that's the only thing that's going to make this interesting. <laughs> just oils. I just think it, the fact that Tonga, yes, a Polynesian island, has participant in the Winter Olympics, is shocking to me. I can't. What? The Jamaica had a bobsled. They team, have another right? one this year too. Yeah. Oh, a woman's bobsled yeah. team. And then what? Uh, North Korea sending cheerleaders or something? Yeah, that's going to be their and their army of beauties. They got figure skaters too. They also have their army of beauties. Who has figure skaters? Tonga? North Korea. Yeah, but North Korea has mountains. Well, that doesn't mean you They're can in a, The uh, Olympics are a, in South Korea. Yeah, but you couldn't be a figure skater just because there's mountains. Yes, I understand that, but they have, they have, I picture them having more winter sports activities when you have a mountain range. I don't know if they do many activities. <laughs> they do figure skating. Yeah. They have an army of beauties. Well, and they work in camps. Yeah, unless this guy's shirt's off, <laughs> I'm not interested. Really? In Tonga shirt off flag guy. Really? Yeah. I'm more interested in the Stormy Daniels thing and, and Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> doesn't sound like you are because you're not surprised by it at well, all. I wasn't surprised by it, but it is pretty funny that Ben Roethlisberger was there. All right, one final random question for you, just on the random sports stories that I was surprised by this week. Yeah. How upset are you that Kid Rock will be playing the NHL All-Star game. How could I be? He's America. <laughs> well, there were rumors he was going to run for Senate. He shot that down, I think, but like he was seriously considering running for Senate. Kid Rock. Yes, Kid Rock. Ugh, yikes. So the NHL is up in arms because the the league will not back down on their selection of Kid Rock as a entertainer at the All-Star Game. And the reason that fans and organizations are upset is because he has been a proud, loud and proud supporter of Donald Trump. And he has been saying anti-gay, lesbian, transgender comments at a lot of his recent shows. But the NHL's defense of all this is, well, he's a big Red Wings fan, and we like to have hockey fans perform at our shows. Well, let me also say this. That doesn't fit to me. Like The bah with a bah at the uh, NHL skills challenge between the European and the North American players? Like, I would more see Kid Rock doing the national anthem at, like, a NASCAR rally. Like, that's, (laughs) that's easy for me. Like, hockey, like, send Chuck Mangione there or something. Or, like, give me Kenny G. To do Chuck the national Mangione. Eh. You're that guy with the hat and the beard? No, mm. not at all. Oh, you, you have some music to listen to. <laughs> hat right. beard guy. All right. Well, I suppose we'll do that in the break because uh, we got to get to crystal balls. We will tell you who will win the championship games in pro football. That is next. Crystal balls on Center and Saint. 1080 the fan. Perfect timing for this song. Just love, man. It's all about love. I love that it's a conference championship weekend in the NFL. To get a comment on the text line saying that uh, they weren't watching this weekend and they're not watching the Super Bowl unless the Pats lose. Yeah. NFL ratings are way down. 
I think it's been a fun playoff run here. I'm actually excited about all the new faces think, and the new teams. I think the Vikings kind of saved it. That Minnesota miracle thing really pumped some excitement into it. Because before that, man, honestly, the playoffs were pretty boring. <laughs> the wild card was kind of... Uh... I don't know. The intrigue going into games for me, I think, has been has been interesting. Because I, I had no idea what to expect from the Rams-Falcons game. I didn't know what you were going to get from Nick Foles and, and the... And the Falcons are against the Falcons when when they played. Um, just, I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs did exactly what we expected them to, and it was great. You get Marcus Mariota throwing a touchdown pass to himself. Jags beating the Steelers. To me, it's been good. I've 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 enjoyed it, and I'm excited for for this weekend of football. Let's start. Well, actually, let's do this real quick. I'm gonna see. I need to get point spreads for you. I should have pulled that up sooner. I'm very sorry. That's uh, very irresponsible of me. To do that. <laughs> okay. Well, because I could set up the game. Why don't you do your job? I, that's what I'm trying to do. This is the one thing you get slated to do every week. Yeah, I know. And you just don't do it. Oh, stop. You know? Don't pick on me. You don't put effort into it. I'm very sensitive right now. People have been really mean to me lately. Christ. <laughs> Sorry, Gruden. My apologies. All right. There it is. Ooh, jeez. Down from like 14 points to only seven and a half. Oh. And it, well, hey, listen. I had the old point spreads, but with the with thumbgate, oh with thumbgates, it changes things. Oh, these these lines are so spicy. Ooh, what? Grab my money and go gamble. All right, you're an idiot. What are they? You're an idiot. Uh, right. Tomorrow at twelve oh five on CBS, Jaguars at Patriots. It's opened at fourteen points, and now it is seven and a half because Tom Brady doesn't have a thumb. Yeah, by mere quarterback, speculation, quarterback might not play. He's questionable, and they're still seven and a half point favorites. Uh, what do you see happening in the Jags Pats? This is why gambling is so friggin' stupid. <laughs> I, I the mean, sharps are putting money on yeah. uh, the Jags now with the thumb thing, so it must be for real. Oh man, you know Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. He might not play because of a thumb. Seven points. Six and a half points. Give me a friggin' break. They're going to blow the Jags out, unfortunately. I would like to see the Jags win this game, but it's going to be embarrassing because of the fact that Blake Bortles is on the other side of the ball and you won't be able to score. You can hold the you can hold the Patriots off long enough. Teams have done it. The Ravens were really good at it. They were able to have the perfect combination of holding Brady off long enough, and Joe Flacco was just good enough to get past them. That's what they do. But the Jags, unfortunately, only know how to run the ball, and they can't throw. They've got one of the best schemers in the history of football and Bill Belichick going, all right, how do I stop this offensive juggernaut that is yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars? How do I stop the run? Man, their quarterback can't throw past 15 <laughs> yards. Hmm. How do I do that? Huh. Yeah. I devised one of the greatest defensive schemes of all time that's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame against a Bills offense that everybody said was impossible to stop. How am I going to stop the Jaguars? Yeah, I just, it's very difficult to pick the Jags when you look oh. at it. And the idea that Tom Coughlin is on the sideline, that doesn't put Eli Manning back at quarterback. No. And I know Eli has been up and down in his career, but at least he's been up. Blake Bortles has not. No. To me, it's so easy to pick the Patriots in this game that I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the Jags. I don't know God. how they do it. Hey, listen. You're I just drinking the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid? Is the Kool-Aid on the on the Jag side of things? That's the, the I'm not Jags. saying Thumbgate. I'm not saying anything else. But I think that's what it is, man. Everybody's building up the Jags to be able to basically pull this off for again, I'm gonna put out two reasons. It's Thumbgate and Tom Coughlin. That's it. Yep. They have a great defense, but 
Look at the teams that they had to they had to beat to get here. Here's here's the reason that I'm taking the Jags. Okay, because I'm rooting for the Jags in this. What I did last week was I go. I don't think Jags aren't going to beat the Steelers, but I'm going to root for them. There's no way the Vikings beat the Saints. Drew Brees is going to beat Case Keenum. He's going to do it. And and listen, the, the Nick Foles isn't a competent enough quarterback. I went with logic last week, and I've missed on three of the four games. Uh, you knew the Tennessee Titans weren't going to win, but the Jags I think have a puncher's chance in this. So I'm going to pick them because I'm going to root for them. All right. Take it to the bank. Can't believe you. Can't believe me? Yeah. We'll be talking after uh, tomorrow afternoon when the Jags run up 45 on the uh, on the Patriots. <laughs> score 90 points in two weeks against the top two seeds the in the AFC playoff. The only way that's happening if is if they score if, six touchdowns on defense. No, if, if, if I look at the box score and Brian Hoyer's name is there. That's when I'll go, oh, that's how they scored 45. If it was Brian Hoyer against Blake Borders, are you seriously telling me you would still take you would take the Jags? You'd switch over if Brian Hoyer was captaining the Patriots? Yes, of course. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Easily. Okay. Easily. Okay. Tell me one other thing. Okay, so, take Gronk. Okay, Gronk obviously yeah. is an X factor. One other thing that's redeeming about the Patriots that if Tom Brady isn't on the team, they're not good. Tom Brady makes every facet of that team good. Okay. So he's be- able to manipulate the clock and manipulate the field to keep the offense on the field for as long as possible. That's also Belichick. So yeah. the defense doesn't. Whoa, have whoa. To take if it's also Belichick, much. why wouldn't Hoyer do the same thing? Because it's Brian Hoyer, dude. <laughs> it's Brian friggin' Hoyer. He is literally the piece of a trade. That that that's that was his narrative this year. You were the piece to a trade that really helped the 49ers out. Nick Foles, Blake Bortles, Brian Hoyer. Who are you taking? Well, who is it again? Uh, Nick Foles. You've already said Case Keenum's your favorite. Right. Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, or Brian Hoyer, who you want? What, what am I? Oh, for the Super Bowl? Yeah. No, no. Like, like if you, oh. yeah, you're you're coaching the team. You're the front office, whatever. Oh, like I'm starting a team? Yep. Nick, oh, God. <laughs> Nick Foles, Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer's at least in that conversation is what I'm saying. Is so even really? if you have to go to Hoyer, I would think so. He's been a starting quarterback in the NFL. I guess Nick Foles. I guess. <laughs> Even then, I'm kind of, I'm not liking the decision. In any way, I'm feeling bad about it. Like, yeah, it's you have a to. bad taste in my like, mouth. Like, those are the choices you have. Yeah. Sometimes it's not a choice. Sometimes it's injuries, and you put in your backup quarterback, and it's Nick Foles. Sometimes you put in your backup quarterback, and it's Case Keenum. Either way, you're still in the NFC Championship game. Who you got? It is the Vikings at the Eagles. Minnesota's favored by three on the road. Hmm. I don't know. This game I almost don't care about, but... Like you don't care the result? I really just want to see the Vikings win. I'm going to take the Vikings only because, for me, the Eagles got past that divisional round game thanks to the running game. If you take a look at the Vikings running defense, it's very good. So, ipso facto, I take Vikings. There you go. Ipso facto. Plus, they're in Philadelphia where the uh, the weather's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty nice. 50. Yeah. And nice mild. Yeah, nice, seasonably, unseasonably warm mm. in Philadelphia. I think I'm going to take the Eagles. I think that the way they shut down the offense of the Falcons, I know that people will say the Falcons played a bad game, but I thought they were much more of a shutdown defense. The Vikings are there kind of by luck, and it's a very Viking thing to do is to, to win on a miracle play and then come back the next week and Blair Walsh it. Yeah, I was about to say. I wonder. Uh, I wonder is how Blair Walsh still on the team. I, wonder, I don't think so. No, but Kai Forbath was the guy that you were going to line up for that kick. I think the Vikings are very lucky that they got that touchdown and didn't have to kick a field goal. Because if Diggs catches. 
catches that ball and makes it out of bounds, you line up Kai Forbath for a 48-yard field goal or whatever it is. How much confidence do you have in that dude with that city's history? Not a lot. Even in a dome. You taking the Saints if the Saints won? I would have taken the Saints if they won. Yeah. yeah. I would have, but I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm gonna change. It's a change from early in the week. I had the Vikings early in the week. I've changed my mind. The, the miracle has worn off. All right, we are back next Saturday, 9 to 11, with more Center and Saint. I'll actually be filling in for Dusty on Tuesday with Dusty and Cam in the morning. Uh, so everybody have a great week. Enjoy the football and uh, uh, enjoy your Doritos and your nachos separately. Bye-bye. Christ. You're drunk. Thank you. I'm a genius. Uh, I don't... I don't... I just... I... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.